All right, welcome to episode five of the Language of Myself podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the reflections and improvements I made upon the first episode throughout my podcasting journey and what happens when you try new things and your mindset is forced to shift. So without further ado, let's start. I think I'm starting to get a hang of this podcasting thing. I've slowly but surely been attempting to make a more regular schedule and been focusing on improving my voice. You see, I've always been a quiet and reserved person, so speaking continuously, even if it's just 10 minutes, is a lot of work. One thing I've noticed is that I don't speak sentences very well, or speak too fast, running out of breath midway. There have been multiple occasions when sentences seem just fine, but then I need to gulp, I need to swallow my saliva. To improve this, I tried to do tongue twisters and attempted to modulate my voice better. When I was in Japan, Someone remarked how he thought I was Chinese because of my strong pronunciation of vowels. Spoiler alert, I am not Chinese. So this seemed pretty odd to me. However, when I looked back at my audio file, you could clearly see the spike in vowels. It looked like it splits into two to three character block spikes, which is basically how Chinese language is split. It's hard for me to say whether this is good or bad. After all, it doesn't exactly make it so nobody can understand me. However, it does mean English pronunciation sometimes requires some work. Unlike Chinese, English syllables are quite varied, ranging from two to four plus syllables. In fact, most of the time I use Google to check how to pronounce a word and how their syllables should be split up. Going back to improving my voice and pronunciation, ever since this podcast began, I've been putting an increased emphasis on how to pronounce words, moving my voice around to, to try and get different sounds. It's insane how much you really take language, your voice, and speaking for granted until you have to do something where it actually matters. Even though before this podcast, I put, a, I put more effort into English and making sure things are pronounced correctly, I never really cared about how I speak until now. Because of this podcast, I could see just how mediocre my speaking really was, especially after five minutes or more of continuously speaking, that I started to put some serious effort into it. Combine this with my increasing age, my newfound desire to improve areas that I was simply lacking, or I simply didn't do just because it was uncool back in school. This all resulted in me trying to build my foundations up again. A dream of mine is to stand up on stage to give out the killer speech, the killer pitch. Over the years, I've slowly gotten more and more confident at expressing my opinions in a group and speaking in front of a crowd. However, I still have a long way to go before I'm able to walk up on stage with no notes and fascinate the crowd. Not only this, but I've been more interesting in storytelling as well. What I want to do is to build up an entertaining story from my life and be able to tell a friend, keeping them on the edge of their seat. All of these things are slowly coming together, with an increased scrutiny of my English use, practicing vocal exercises like tongue twisters, modulating my voice to pronounce better, and finally, improving my confidence to walk up on stage and to read continuously without it seeming off. So let's divert from that for a bit and let's talk about myself a bit more. I'm not someone who just does something for nothing. I disdain doing something just because. That's just not me. That's not how I operate. Each action must have a purpose or meaning. It must lead towards something and cannot be random. Before, my slow improvement of English started to wane after finishing off the Underground Grammatarian, a great read about English, good English use. 
It's crazy how much things change when your mindset is forced to shift as well. Before, podcasting was really just speaking into a mic. Pretty easy, right? Wrong. The same story repeats again when I'm trying to write a a short story. Now, I've read countless novels, although lately they're mostly Chinese, Korean, or Japanese ones translated into English. So I thought writing a short story should be pretty easy, right? Wrong. It's insanely difficult to write a short story. I mean, how on earth does one create characters from nothing? How does one create something from nothing? What should be the premise behind a story? How does one write multiple different characters? All of these questions that I thought would be fairly simple ended up being insanely complicated. It's worse because the English, the difference between English and Asian novels. English novels seem to have a higher focus on monologues or explaining what's happening, with less direct dialogues between questions. In stark contrast, Asian novels have so much more dialogue. In fact, a third of their novels is just characters speaking directly to each other. I didn't realise how much this influenced me until I tried to write. Most of my lines were just characters speaking directly to each other, nothing else, no magical English alliteration or whatever the techniques are called. Currently, I'm reading William Gibson's Neuromancer, and I've noticed that I've been paying an increased attention into how characters interact with each other and the format. Does each character dialogue go on a new line? Should each time they speak it should end with he said, she said, etc? How is the world represented and described? In my mind, I want to make a short story where people can feel as the characters feel, where people can see as the characters see. But I don't want to describe a tree for three pages. That's utterly useless, unless it's extremely relevant to the storyline. My original thoughts that I was going to be finished this entire short story in a week. Oh, how foolish those thoughts were. I never realised just how difficult it was to finish a single page, let alone 30 pages in a week. Stephen King remarked how he aims for six pages a day. That's an insane pace, especially considering they aren't six pages of utter garbage either. For me, a paragraph a day is already reaching my limit. I'm glad I started to write or do podcasts. I'm starting to get quite bored with this entire lockdown thing going on. Work has started to get quite boring as well since I'm just on maintenance. Basically fixing shit that a client notice is wrong. For me, it's all about understanding that you're getting better at things and the sense of accomplishment that comes from completing a previously difficult task. But the flaw is when you get too good. IT tech support is a clear example of this. At first you know nothing. Even though you've been giving some training, it's never enough. So you try your hardest to resolve the problem, learning more and more things to be able to do that. But over time, you just start to get too good. Every single problem is just a direct copy of the previous one, or reworded. You're no longer struggling to resolve problems. You're no longer furiously reading up documentation to fix things. You've already resolved the problem in your head in 10 seconds, and anything anything higher than level 1, you can't resolve anyway without the tools. You've become a master. But it's just utterly boring up there. Sure, you can solve everything, and thus are excellent at IT tech support, but then what? It's like the anime One Punch Man who reached the pinnacle of strength and could beat anyone with just one punch. Yet, he's utterly bored and yearns for an enemy he can give his all against. There was even an episode where he wasn't the strongest anymore and he felt great. I wonder why I cannot stay complacent. I wonder why I must always journey onwards into the most difficult terrain. Why cannot I, 
Why can I not just stay in the green grassy fields, the lush meadows and the forest that is my domain? Why must I venture forth into the difficult and impossibility? Perhaps it's because I think too much. I need something new and interesting to think about, like a dog who needs a a bone to chew on. Thus, new and interesting challenges help satisfy my intellectual curiosity and makes me feel that I deserve this rest. When I was working at IT tech support, it was during the first weeks when I resolved numerous different problems despite my lacking knowledge that I had the best times and felt that I truly deserved the time off afterwards. Maybe these patterns are why I dislike university breaks so much. There was absolutely nothing to do. Without that task or challenge to satisfy my mind, I could never truly be at ease. Man, what a terrible mindset. Isn't this just a ticking time bomb? Well, I will always need to explore into the unknown, constantly challenging and pushing myself to the limits just to relax properly. Ouch. I don't like where this is going in the future. I'll need to find ways to keep myself at ease. So with that, I think it's a good point to stop my reflections upon my podcasting journey and the interesting view change when you try different things. All right, thanks for listening to the Language of My Soul podcast. If you want to contact me, contact me at thelanguageofmysoul at protonmail.com. Thank you.